Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Ronda, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom at Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at Danny Phantom 24. It is Thursday, January 6th, 2022. We hope your day is going well. We hope your week is going well. We hope you are getting ready for a earlier Cowboys game than normal. As remember, the Cowboys play the Philadelphia Eagles Saturday night. Before we get started, we want to give a special shout out to all our new listeners. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe to the Blog of the Boys podcast network. Leave us a rating, write a review, tell us what you think, anything you would like to see us do different to improve your podcast listening experience. And as always, if you want to talk to me about anything at all, any Cowboys hot topics, matchups that concern you, or what your favorite season finale game is, let me know. I mean, for me, I like to be original here, but honestly, I'd, I got to be sincere, and it, and it goes back to 1993 and the the final game, uh, the Emmett Smith shoulder game. Uh, it was a huge game for I mean, Emmett. Just just showed so much so much resiliency and uh, helped the Cowboys fight through and and earn a a tough win that took helped them take down the division and and earn a much needed first round bye en route to winning their second straight Super Bowl. So yeah, that's it for me. Uh, let me know what yours is uh, on Twitter at Danny Phantom Twenty Four. There will be no first round bye for the Cowboys this year. Um, for the most part, uh, the playoff seedings are have pretty much taken shape, taken form. Uh, the, the Packers have clinched the number one seed. The Rams currently hold the two spot, but likely will need to win to in order to retain the two spot. And they have a tough matchup against the 49ers. That opens the door for Arizona to take down the NFC West if they can beat Seattle. The Buccaneers are probably going to end up at three with Dallas owning the four spot. Now the Cowboys have a small shot of moving up if the stars align just right. That would include Dallas beating Philadelphia, obviously. But they would also need both the Rams and Cardinals to lose. That would move them up to three. And if the Bucs lose as well, they play against Carolina, then the Cowboys would move all the way up to the two spot. As you can see, that seems highly unlikely, but still possible, and we'd gladly take anything that would help create an easier path to the Super Bowl. Speaking of Super Bowl, it was reported that AT&T Stadium is on the list of contingency sites for Super Bowl 56, should they not be able to play in the luxurious SoFi Stadium in L.A. Don't get too excited, though. This is just a formality, as there hasn't been any recent developments that would suggest SoFi being unavailable but it's good to have a backup plan. There have been a number of high-profile events that have been scaled back recently due to the pandemic. Um, most notable is the Grammys and the Golden Globes. So you never know if a change is suddenly needed. But rest assured, the Cowboys have the facility to accommodate such a big event. I mean, they've done it before. You might remember that AT&T or Jury World hosted the Super Bowl back in February of 2011, two years after the stadium officially opened for business. And it was Mike McCarthy's Packers that took down the crown with a win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, enough talk about Super Bowl. Right now, we need to focus on the task at hand, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are 9-7, and seven, winners of four straight. Remember, they seemed dead in the water after they lost 13-7 to seven to the New York Giants, 
dropping them to five and seven, but they're on a roll now. Don't get too excited because those four wins have come against both New York teams, the Jets and Giants, and then they beat Washington twice. So it's not exactly an impressive resume of victories for the Birds. So why are they doing so well? Well, they are solid on both sides of the ball. When it comes to points scored, their offense is ranked 12th, and their defense is ranked 8th. They are the number one rushing team in the league with 160 yards per game. Nobody runs the ball at a higher percentage than the Eagles. Of course, a big part of their success falls on the legs of quarterback Jalen Hurts, who leads the team with 784 yards. That's right, leads the team. Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott all play second fiddle, third fiddle, fourth fiddle, or however many fiddles you want. Jalen is the Eagles running man. Their passing game is not very threatening as they average 202 yards per game. Rookie Devontae Smith is their leading receiver with 875 yards with tight end Dallas Carter right behind him. Defensively, they've looked pretty good though. Like I mentioned, they are 8th in points allowed, but 7th in yards allowed. They don't give up a lot of ground. They are 3rd in the league in yards allowed per play. They are tough to run on. And they are tough to pass on. Despite some rocky beginnings, some free agents they've signed are playing well this year. Javon Hargrove is a beast in the middle. He leads the team with seven half sacks. And Darius Slay, who they paid a lot of money for, is having a great season, earning Pro Bowl honors this season. They have a solid group. It's nothing to shake a stick out. If you're one of those stick shakers. Of course, the Eagles have several players on COVID protocol. And honestly, we have no idea who's even playing for them as they have a playoff spot already locked up. The Cowboys have their own player availability issues, and the big news on Wednesday is the addition of Micah Parsons to the reserve COVID-19 list. We don't know what this means exactly, but there stands a good chance this ends an incredible regular season for the rookie. This would finish him with 13 sacks, one and a half shy of the rookie record, gives him 30 quarterback hits and three forced fumbles. The guy has been phenomenal. Parsons took to Twitter yesterday saying he felt like he let the team down, but that he'll be back better than ever. The one saving grace is that the timing of this does seem like he won't have to deal with missing a playoff game due to COVID. Mike McCarthy talked to the media on Wednesday, and he was asked about Parsons' versatility and how he would describe his star rookie. Let's listen in on what the coach had to say impactful very impactful uh, i think i think like anything in this game you know uh, there's so much made of individual performance but you know let's not forget it is an 11 man game and uh and how one individual's performance and and how how one individual's alignment you know how how uh, one individual's pre-snap movement you know how does that affect what the opponent's going to do and i think that's something that you would rate micah very high even as a rookie so um so that's something that we definitely benefit from it so i think that's clearly in definition of an impactful player and he's definitely been that for us from from day one impactful is the perfect way to describe him his effect on the play isn't something that can be represented in statistics mccarthy was also asked if he has ever seen another player with this type of versatility and while he did name a couple it was clear that Parsons' uniqueness is not something he takes for granted. Come on, Mike. You haven't seen anyone like him before? 
No, I haven't. Um, you know, I, when, I, when we first started, I, I you know, I, I talked about Brian Erlacher because I thought Brian had such a unique skill set. You know, you know, he played safety and then, then moved up and was, you know, very instinctive and aware, intelligent player that, that was impactful. But, you know, Micah's pass rush uh, skill set is, is, is outstanding. You know, and I think the combination of what he can do off the ball too is is very unique. Um, so, I mean, if you know, I know people have talked about Derek Thomas from a from a pass rush. I was very fortunate to be around Derek for six years and uh, super impactful to the game. You know, everybody knew where Derek was lined up. Uh, you know, particularly in every passing situation. And I think Micah also brings some of that and in, in, you know, and obviously the benefit of playing with the front that he plays with too. So um, I, I think his his skill set to be able to be both on and off the ball is, is extremely unique. While linebacker Micah Parsons is now on the COVID list, his linebacker teammate Keanu O'Neill is now off of it as he was activated on Wednesday. Other injury news, safety J. Ron Kirst was limited in practice as he is dealing with a hamstring injury. And running back Tony Pollard was also limited with the foot injury. That's it for our updates for today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week. Every day we got something new for you. Later today, we'll have a new episode of Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Ryle, where they will preview the Cowboys' upcoming game with the Eagles. That's all for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe, stay happy, stay true to the silver and blue. We will catch you later. Later.